Ladies and gentlemen, punters of all ages, welcome back to the Mock Racing Club podcast for episode four. My name is Mitchell Cashmore, and this week, as always, I'm joined by fellow member of the TMRC, Nick Highland. How are we, mate? Good, thanks. Good to be back uh, back at home today, so not at schoolies this week, so a bit more research is into it, and yes, very very good to be back. How was schoolies? Give us a couple of statistics. How many beers were downed? Oh, too many, too many. Uh, a lot of running has to be done over the next couple of weeks to get me back. <laughs> but um yeah a lot of carbs were drunk from beers that's all i have to say <laughs> well that's what you like to hear that's what school is all about but now that you're back ready to give some ripping tips uh especially after last week's tips were so successful from the both of us 11 winners on the day along with many other each way bets getting up i enjoyed last week immensely seeing basically every second horse go past the post in first position. What did you think about it? Yeah, it was good. Um, Obviously, I wasn't on my phone too much on Saturday. I think I was actually playing golf at the time. So, um, but yeah, it was good to come back. I didn't I didn't put many tips on, but uh, it was good to see that our tips got up, especially my um favorite one of those, the Tess. Obviously, we tipped that $7 and it got up. We said each way and it got the win, so I was pretty happy with that. Yeah, it was a very strong race, but uh, yeah, 11 winners on the day, like we said, eight of them coming from the podcast, so it definitely paid to follow our tips and listen to the podcast. My highlight of the day was truly great, getting up in the Kingston Town Classic, winning me my first tip-off, and we tipped it at over $20 odds. It drifted in and still got up, even though it was at $18 odds. It was a peach of a run. I loved to watch it, and it was really good to see Inspirational Girl get skittled, even though the whole country was on her. So um, today, I believe we're running down the Flemington and Ranwick cards I, for Saturday this week. I've got Flemington. You have Ranwick. Shall we get stuck in? Too easy. Okay, first off, the, for the first time, the hot jockey is in Victoria, and it is Ben Melham. If you don't know who Ben Melham is, and I wouldn't blame you, he's a very talented jockey despite having a very low profile. Doesn't get a lot of you know, major rides on the big horses. But when he does get chosen for a ride, he's very well placed on them. Like the the trainers know exactly who they want. And Ben Millen's a sort of rider that will ride a very specific horse a very specific way. And he is targeted towards specific horses. And those horses always seem to actually be around the line. Last week at Pakenham, and he only had four rides. And in those four rides, he had one that won. And... The other three all came second. So it seems that he's actually pretty good for a place because in his last 18 races, he has placed in 10 of them and three of those he won. That's a 55% place rate and a 17% win rate. He's got five very good quality runs on the weekend at Flemington. He begins with a debutante Rainvere in the first $2.50 favorite odds. Then in I Love the Game in the second $5 odds. Oh, Tao Tao in the 6th at $15 odds. Then in the 8th, he's got a TMRC favourite of ours, Kaplumpich, at $7.50 odds, and he finishes the day on Hint of Mint at $18 odds. He won't win them all, might not even place them all, but like we said with the hot jockey, they just always seem to find themselves around the line, and horses that Ben Mellon was on the back of certainly have been around the line lately, so we wouldn't be surprised if that's the same on the weekend at Flemington. Find a couple that you like, put them on early before the odds drift in. All right. Time to go into the Flemington card rundown. 
the track report that I like to do before every rundown. Uh, racing returns to Flemington for the first time since Melbourne Cup week. It's nine race card, no real high profile races to go about. They're very stock standard races to really get back into the groove of things for Metropolitan Racing in Victoria. The weather is going to be fine, most likely going to be a good four track all day. And the rail is going to be at 10 whole meters, ladies and gentlemen. What that means, punters, is that there's most likely going to be a substantial track bias for those horses who like to lead and run on pace, especially those who draw inside barriers because they have to run a lot less distance than the ones that draw the outside barriers. It's not impossible for backmarkers to run well, that's for sure, but uh, the on-pace horses are certainly going to have a larger advantage than most weekends on the Saturday. So, race one, we jump into it. 1100 meters most of the races in the most of the horses in this one sorry uh on debut they're starting their career so you really have no idea how it's going to pan out you don't know who's going to be rolling forward who's going to be sitting off the back but uh an interesting thing a couple of these horses are also nominated to be running at rose hill in race five there but wherever they run my tips will probably be the same for a debutante in this one i like sunday yumcha not only is it a cracking name, because I'd certainly do like to go down to Paraleagues Club on a Sunday and get me a bit of yum cha. They do some great service there. Sponsor us, why don't you? But um, it's from the Mayor Eustace Camp. Has a great trial lately behind stablemate Fake Love, which is dominating at the moment. And it's just been really good of late looking in the trials. It's got some cracking speed. So I think she looks a very smart horse and can win on debut if it wants. But if you want one that has racing experience, it would have to be the art of flying. He commands respect after two straight placings to begin his career, and I expect it to be in the money again on the weekend. So it is either going to be Sunday Yum Char for me at $6.50 to win and $2.10 to place each way bet, or art of flying at $4.20 win for me. Anything for you in that race, Nick? Like you said, it's a lot of debutons in this race, and I don't really like to get onto debuton races, so I'll be staying away from this one. Yeah, debutante races are always really risky. I tend to stay away from them as well, but I've got to give a tip somewhere because I'm in charge of Flemington this week. We move on. Race two, 1,410 metres to be specific. Not 1,400, 1,410. Tack 10 metres on there. Moderately run race here as Field of Roses, I Love the Game, and Narvaez will roll forward. And watch Beltoro run home the strongest with its great closing speed. Stakes trained... Fields of Roses, sorry, not stakes trained, Stokes trained Fields of Roses. Looks to make it three on the trot here. It's in ripping form and it has to be respected. Bought Bel Toro certainly looks over the odds to me here at $9.50 to win and $3.50 to place. One on debut last start and showed great kick after sitting off the back, so watch for him, but he'll find it tough with the track bias, I find, but he's certainly one of those horses that could run it in anyway. Um, but someone that I think the track bias will really fall into its hands is the Ben Melham ridden I Love the Game. We mentioned him earlier. Ben Melham is the hot jockey at the moment, plus this horse has raced multiple times at group level, so it's dropping back in class majorly. So I just think it might hit the front from the third barrier and stay there for the whole race. It's a class above. I'll be with I Love the Game at either a win or if the pr- the price for the place Drifts above $2, I'll be on it each way. What do you reckon, Nick? Uh, going with a bit, something a little bit different, I've gone for number six, Still Be Friends at $7. Uh, with Damien Oliver on top, I feel like he will run well and I'd give it a chance. That's just my tip. Yeah, fair enough. Very strong tip. Race three, 
1,720 metres again. Very, very specific distance, just tacking the extra 20 metres on there. I don't know why, but 1,720 metres for race three. Going to be moderately run race here with only Winesome Voyage and Lord Boozeron likely to run from the front. The two horses that the bucket likes is Chief Altoni and Coolth. They both like to run from the midfield or just off the back, so they might find it hard, but those two are horses that certainly could just run it in anyway. Despite the track bias, they're very strong and they could still come from the back hard. The reason that they're supported is just because they've got blistering closing speed within the final 400 metres, like I said. So be careful about them because they certainly have the ability to win from the back, especially Coolth, because I think I'll be with Coolth to win here. But if uh, you're looking for a value and an on-pace type that will run from the front, if you're more of a play into the track bias sort of thing, go each way on Lord Boozeron. $9 to win and $2.70 to place. It's going to hit the front and try and stay there the whole time. Plus blinkers go on, which will only help its run. So I wouldn't blame you for having something small on him each way. So it would either be Lord Boozeron each way for me or Coolth to win. Nick, what do you reckon? Um, there's not much sticking out for me, but there is one based purely off the name, and that is Highland Jack. For those that don't know, my last name is Highland, so I will be going for number seven. Uh, came second off its last run, and has come third in a second up before, so I feel like he has a chance here. Let's hopefully he can get it done. So at ten dollars, uh, Highland Jack each way with three dollars to place as well. Lovely stuff. Race four, 2,530 metres. Again, a little extra gets tacked on there. Moderate pace for this one. Charossa and Brilliant Venture are going to roll forward, and the rest will just sit off them in the midfield pack. Charlie Rose is looking the one to beat with three straight wins under its belt and an inside barrier. Combine this with its strong closing speed ability. Could take it by a couple of lengths if it wanted to, but I'm preferring Reflect the Stars. Danny O'Brien, trained mare, comes from the 2,600 Ballarat Cup day race not the Ballarat Cup sorry the uh the 2600 race that was on that day um thought Johnny Allen just waited a bit too long to uh really get it going there at the end and it got beaten narrowly by Bland for the lad so on a bigger track I think it's going to be ridden better after the lessons has been learned from the last race I think she can win here and at $5.50 to win and $2.10 to place Get her on each way before the odds drop on race though. I think she might even drift to be favourite because if she gets the perfect ridden, the perfect ride by the jockey, my bad, sorry for the trip up in words. If the jockey rides her the way she's supposed to be ridden, I think she wins. And in fact, it's going to be my best bet for the Flemington card. I just think that its ability is a lot stronger than some of these other horses and it's only the ra- the ride by the jockey that'll stop her and I can't go past mentioning quickly that Yulong Rising old favorite of mine most likely won't win but I normally have something small each way on it every time it races cuz it's just a favorite horse of mine I like the way it goes about its business $24 to win and $5 to place nice little each way that's all I have to say about that one Nick have you got something for this race uh, I've gone with number 10, Nirvana. Um, been racing well lately with a couple of placings and then a couple of bad races in between. Um, finished second last, wo- last week and at $11 currently. Billy Egan on. And even though it's the outside barrier, I feel like it has a chance to get it done. So that's my tip for the, this race. Good stuff. Love me some Billy Egan. Reminds me of our good friend, Will Egan. He's a good yes. guy. I know he's a big yeah. fan of the podcast. I'm sure he'll be listening. Might even have him on in a few weeks' time if he starts to get involved in the horse betting. 
But uh, race five, 1,000 metres, Chartorial Splendor and Fabergino to roll forward and roll forward hard. They're going to challenge each other for who gets the leading position. And I do really think Fabergino is just going to be too good here. And she's favourite for a good reason. Was placed in the wrong sort of race last time out, which caused her downfall. But the race before that came second in a very hotly contested core field sprint. So it's going to hit the front strongly. And from the second barrier, if it jumps well, I think it could win by a couple of lengths. So I'll certainly be on Fabergino here. However, I can't not mention William Thomas. Hasn't won in a while, but tends to find its way into the money quite often. So at $15 to win and $3.90 to place, I like its each way odds. Nick, what do you reckon? I'm on the one, Prisado, um, Jamie Carr on, and a good horse. It's been running pretty well this season. Um, I like its chances, and it's a bit more value in it. Um, hopefully, it can slide back up into the $5 range. And if it does, and it, the place also goes into the $2, I'll be going each way on it. But currently, if it doesn't, I'll be staying away from this race. But if it does, I'll be putting a bet on number one, Prisado. Good stuff. Race 6, 1,200 metres, moderate run race again because just about everyone loves to run off pace and at the front of the midfield. So plenty of horses will probably be up at the front of the pack, including Memphis Rock, Philip Star, More Wanted, Sir Mask and Blue Tycoon. Very hard race to sort out this one. I think really anyone could win, like I like to say on the podcast. Throw a dart on a board and you probably still wouldn't be able to pick the winner. Um, I think that... Tan Tat Harmony is the one to be with here, though. In flying form, two wins and and a third already this prep. I expect it to run a strong on-pace race and finish in the money yet again. $6.50 to win and $2.40 to place. I can't have something small on those odds. But if uh, you're looking for big value, a couple I like for each way bet or even just to place is Memphis Rock at $19 to win and $5 to place, and the Melham ridden Otatau at $19 and $5.50 to place. Nick, what do you reckon? Uh, I was going to stay away, but again, I'm going for a name. Don't tell the boss. Crack a name. <laughs> Love it. $12. Watch it get up now. Don't tell the boss. <laughs> Oh, well, race seven, 1,410 metres yet again. Not a lot of pace in this one either, but Bandersnatch is going to roll forward with Sondelon. I think Bandersnatch is certainly the one to beat here and is favourite for good reason. One last time out at Mooney Valley, beating some good horses there, and I think it might just do the same here. Has the inside barrier, so it's the perfect horse for the track buyers to come into play as well. If not him, I do like Bee Hunter. It's a horse that's been sticking its nose around for a while. Hasn't found the line in a few preps, but I really think it's been drawn well here and can take advantage of some lower quality field horses compared to what it's been going up against lately. $5.50 to win and $2.15 to place. It's a nice each way bet for B Hunter, but personally, I'm going to be on the favorite Bandersnatch to win. Nick? I'm um, not on this one. Yeah, well, fair enough. It's a very hard race to be on, so don't blame you. Uh, race 8, 1,800 meters. Finally. Finally, this is going to be a race that's going to be at, ridden at a fast pace and a really fast one at that. Going to be almost half the field that rolls forward with the main chances going to go all the way in front is going to be Caffrey, Star Ruse, Somerset Magnum, or Magnum, or however you say it, especially Somerset Magnum, in great form at the moment. Three wins and two other placings throughout this prep. I think it will want a strong race and won't be far away in the money. Star Ruse got an each-way bet up for us last week on the short backup and can do the same this weekend from the second barrier. It's right in this. 
However, I'm with old boy Kaplumpich. Always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Kaplumpich, we rode him in the first installment of the podcast a few weeks ago. And then he, like classic Kaplumpich, came second yet again. That was his third time straight getting second. Um, he's placed in half of his 33 career starts. And I really hope he can grab another one, if not a win. Happy to take each way $7.60 to win and $2.20 to place odds for Kaplumpich. And I'll even go for a bit of value here, top four, same race multi, combining Kaplumpich and Somerset Magnum. Because why not? Nick, what do you reckon? Um, Like you said, Star Roos got us a placing last week and I'll be riding it again this week. Um, Kaplumpich, again, like that was one I was going to hop on as well. But um, uh, I'll go with something different. So Star Roos, we'll, we'll keep the keep the same with keeping the good horses that we like, keeping them, staying loyal to them. So that's who I have. Yes, we're all about loyalty here at the TMRC. You'll see that later in the Randwick card. But uh, last race of the day at Flemington, race nine, 1,100 metres. Another fast one race here with half the field rolling forward again. The main chances to go all the way being Makrua, Lady Brook and Kalkani Real and High Risk. Straight to the point in this one. Going to be a three-point play for me. Back in the two horses that we've backed successfully before at the TMRC. Lady Brook each way at $10 to win and $3.30 to place. Kalkani Royal also each way at $6.50 to win and $2.40 to place. Both strong horses that have saluted for us before and I expect them to be in the money once again, despite their high odds. This is why my third play is to combine them in a top four same race multi to close out the day. Anything you've got for the last at Flemington, Nick? Uh, I was also on Lady Brook, but I do not mind the look of Uptown Lola as a bit of a roughie with the hat-trick being done, three wins, and looks very in form at $35. I feel like that's very overpriced. Even if you put $9 on, it's $9 for a placing. I feel like that could be, if it gets a good run, she can get it done. Hmm. Looking quite over the odds there. Very interesting. But, um... Nick, we're going to start the quaddy here because this is going to be a new segment on the show. Explain to us why we've introduced the quaddies. Uh, so on my way home from the schoolies event yesterday, I was in the car and I think I had I think I think had $15 left in my sports bet account. I was like, I remember I did a quaddy earlier on, on AFL Grand Final Day, um, Cox Plate Day as well. Um, with you, Kashi. And yes, we did. We, we did not get up. Um, oh, well, we did. We just won about fuck all. Yeah, pretty much. It was all the favourites. Yeah, it was a favourites day. And so I was like, stuff it. I'll, I'll get on it here, see what happens. Um, and it won, pretty much, long story short. And I won $200 with a, the last horse of the day at work farm on Wednesday was... Um, a $21 horse that I somehow backed. Don't know how I did it. But, um, yeah, so that's a new – a couple of – we put that on our Instagram story, if you haven't seen. Um, and a couple of the, the lads have sent us a message saying to um, release some quaddies for this weekend. So we thought we'd introduce this segment. So, yeah, so we'll be giving quaddies every rundown. So for the Flemington quaddy, we start first leg, race six. We have got number 1, 10, 11, and 14. So for those of you paying attention, that's Al Burke, Atten, Exilidir, and Tentat Harmony. In race 7, the second leg, we have the numbers 1, 6, and 10. 
That's Bandersnatch, uh, Left Hand Man, and Bee Hunter. In race eight, we have six, eight, eleven, and seventeen. That is Rainbow Thief, uh, Sikorsky, Somerset Magnum, and Kaplumpich. And then in the last leg, last race of the day, race nine, we have four, five, ten, and sixteen. That is Kalkani Royal. Um, sorry, Kalkani Royal, Lady Brooke McCrua, and Stand Off. A $20 investment on that quaddy gives you 10.41% of the pool. So if a few of those value bets get up and, you know, the quaddy ends up paying a few grand, you'll be glad to be on because you'll be earning around $200, $300. Nick, I enjoy doing quaddies with you, but now it is your time to go on to Ranwick. And before we get stuck into your tips, I'll just give a little track rundown. Stella, 10 race card here and the return to Ranwick. It's going to be Villiers Stakes that takes the main stage. We're going to be talking a bit more about that in the great tip-off later. The weather is most likely going to be fine, which means the track's probably going to be a good four all day. And the rail is going to be in a true position. So unlike Flemington, no leader versus backmarker bias. Nick, take us through the card. All right, race one, 1,000 metres, uh, step on fire, the seventh race of its career with half of them being wins. Although this race is the biggest race for him yet, uh, last two races finishing first by a length and two lengths. Uh, good chance and can get it done. Watch it carefully unfold as it is very young. Currently at $7 and $2.45 to place. Uh, Rem Laps Gem, also a very young horse with careers just starting to get underway. Bigger race for him on Saturday. Four races he's already done with two finishing first, one second, and then one fourth. One to watch if the track gets a little rain, which has been forecasted a slight chance, but I, I'm not too confident on that. Um, with both of his wins being on the soft track, coming in here at second up and definitely in the mix for a chance, currently at the odds at $7.50 and $2.50 to place. Dane Brook has been running good around the distance. Forgive him for his attempt at 1400s, uh, coming in second last, but coming back into the 1,000 metres, I definitely give him a chance. Uh, new jockey on him and has an inside barrier. Bit of value on him, and it's currently at $12 and $3.70 to place. Tajori, favourite for a reason. Raced in bigger races than this, coming in the midfield, and has to be respected. Tommy Berry on her, and she's good and on a good track. She's a good horse on a good track and the soft track. Second up for her, and she has one win from two in second ups. Currently at $4.20 for the win. Watch her odds as they open at $3.20 and now up to $4.20. If you catch her at any stage above $5, hop on immediately. Uh, Affinity Beyond, decent young girl, coming off three wins mixed in with some rests. Second up for her here for the, her third time, with the first two being a win and a second place. Hasn't raced at Ramwick before and usually runs in the New South Wales country. Has It needs to be a pretty good run to get it done, but don't count it out. Currently at $5. My tip for this race comes down to two. I love a bit of value, as you all know, and Dane Brook looks to be the one for me at $12 and $3.70 to place. An easy each-way bet for my tip. However, my tip on the day may change or tomorrow if the current favorite to Jory gets into the... Odds of above five dollars and possible two dollars for a place, then I can't go out of my way and put money each way on him. Cashy, who have you got? 
My goodness gracious me, you're certainly making up for the lack of analysis last week. Nick, Jesus Christ, I love it. Oh, I, n- I need a breath. I love it. That was a stellar rundown. of just That's just the first race, ladies and gentlemen. He's got nine more to go. But um, like you said, going to be a really fast run race here to start the day. Straight, I'll just be straight to the point here. Affinity Beyond, it's going to be fast run race, but uh, this one's got the pace to match that. Smash of the clock when winning at Ruggala, Wagga. Last start and is going for a fourth straight win. $4.60 to win, $1.80 to place. Going to take it for a win each way if it drifts before, above $2 for the place. Go on to race two, Nick. Very nice. Uh, so my race two analysis will not be as good as my race one analysis. Um, oh, thank goodness. 1,000 metres. Um, not much to say about this one, obviously. Um, only one name is sticking out to me. Um, if you want to, if you want some value, uh, I'd go for a roughie on this um, Halvion House at fifteen dollars and four dollars forty to place. It's decently matched and has the capability to get it done and at least run home for a placing. However, I'm not very confident on this, and would be my roughie for the race. Um, my tip for this race has to be the clear favourite, uh, Pinnacle Prince. Third race here on Saturday with a debut win, then coming in second in a big race at Ramwick to It's Me, which is a very well-respected and fantastic horse. Incredible horse. One of my favorites going around the yes. track at the moment. Very nice. Has to be respected and has the capability to get it done, and I don't see anyone beating him. If he does win, black book this horse if it wins, and its career is just beginning at $2.70. Who do you have? Second tab highway of the day. Straight off the bat, Bad Boy for Love looks over the odds for me at $12 to win and $3.70 to place. Worth an each-way bet, despite it not having great track record at Ranwick. But I think Toro Toro can win here. Has been out of form lately, but it burst on the scene like Pinnacle Prince did, very similar in its first prep with three straight wins. Hasn't won since then, however, but I think the race is this race is the one for him to do it. Has won both of his recent trials, which gives me even more confidence that he's going to run well. And he loves running first up, which is on Saturday. Toro Toro, each way for me at $5.50 and $2 place for me. Very nice. Race three, 1,100 metres. Uh, Nick Point, so it's J-Max's first race of the day. He has the capability to win here after a spell of 12 weeks. Um, four first-up appearances with two wins at $9.50 and $3.10 currently. Has a chance, but J-Max needs to ride him very well. Uh, Trevest, uh, back marker here and has a good chance here on Saturday. Third time first up here. And the first two of the first halves have been wins. Can get it done on Saturday. Tommy Berry to steer him right, and I look, I like the look a lot at six dollars fifty and two dollars thirty-five to place. Ballistic Lover, another hard one to beat. I really like the look, and I know Cashy will be on her for Saturday. Watch closely as she she will be a hard one to beat at five dollars fifty and two dollars fifteen. The face, respect it, favorite for a reason. Early in career with a win on debut and a placing after that. Back here after a spell, give it some respect. My tip is Trevest. Really like the odds, and and I back it each way. Uh, Yeah, Nick mentioned there, I'm on Ballistic Lover for Brenton Abdullah. I think it's going to run a really, really strong race after coming off three wins from four races this prep. $5.15 to win and $2.15 to place. Perfect each way for me. You say respect the favourite. And it should be respected, but just watch out for it. I don't think, don't get sucked into it, guys. If you're going to be backing the favorite in this one, don't load it. It's not a favorite to be loaded in, I think. I think it might just be lay of the weekend almost. But uh, it's to be respected. And now that I say that, could definitely get up. 
just be careful. Don't put the bank on it, I don't think. Move on, Nick. Race four, 2,400 metres. This race should be called the TMRC Field, as a lot of our favourites are racing in this one. Mitchell? They are. Um, he runs away and accountability are two horses that we have been watching very closely the last couple of weeks and they've been paying us off lately as well. Not going to talk much on those two as we've been through them many times on the podcast and I would just be re- repeating myself. Hard one for me to stay away from them here as I have just talked them up, but I feel like I'll go with something a little bit different this week with Windermere, Rachel King, has a good chance, and if she runs well with the horse, can get it done. It's an inform horse and the inform jockey from last week. I back her at twelve dollars and three dollars forty to place Cashmore. Yes, you're correct there. A lot of our favourites: Windermere, Accountability, Stockman, Significance. He runs away, all in the same race. They've all ones that we've been backing before. It's so hard to choose, but I think I'm going to ride with favourite Accountability in this one. Love the way it goes about. To Business, I expect it to sit just off the pace nicely and storm home in the final straight, just like always does. People are umming and ahhing whether it's up to the distance, and I think this is going to be the tester for it. So we're going to find out here if it's a 2,400-metre horse that can go that far. I think if it fails, I won't be with it at this distance, but if it wins comfortably, I will definitely be backing it every single time it races like I have been. I'll continue that trend, and just quietly, Mongolian Wolf. $15 $15 to place looks cheeky to me because unlike a few of the horses in this field that people don't think they can go the distance like accountability, Mongolian Wolf is proven at the distance, unlike a lot of the horses. He's won and placed from four starts at this distance and doesn't mind the track, so I think it could sneak its way into the money. $15 to place, I'd put a couple bucks on that and get a nice return if it comes third or second. Don't think it can win. If it wins, my God, I've shot myself in the foot, but... uh. I think it could sneak its way into the money. Just put a couple bucks on Mongolian Wolf to place. So I reckon, Nick, take us to the fifth. Race five, 1,000 metres. Uh, annoying race with debutons. Um, your guess is as good as mine, to be honest. Um, I know Cashy has a little bit to talk about, as he mentioned. The Art of Flying and Sunday Yum Cha was also in the Flemington card. Um, again, not much to talk about them due to them being heavily debutons. So I go for some value and going with a horse that has had some experience with a already had its debut with a win. Um, Volcanic Rock, Timmy Clark had a good day on Wednesday racing um, with two wins and I believe a fourth. I'm not 100%. Um, second race for Volcanic, as I said, and it is tipped at $14 and $4.20 each way. Uh, yeah, as Nick mentioned just then, uh, I mentioned these two horses, Art of Flying and Sunday Yumcha earlier in my Flemington rundown. Tips don't change here. Just the prices. All that all that changes about these horses are the prices. Art of Flying is now at each way odds with $6 to win and $2.25 to place, whereas Sunday Yumcha has gone skyrocketed in odds. It's ridiculously listed at $35 to win and $9 to place. So I'll happily take them both each way here again. Nick, what's next? We have race six at 1,200 metres. Uh, Talia, favourite for a reason, battling well with four wins and one second place from five runs. Hard horse to beat, but I don't like the odds, so I'll be staying away. As we all know, I like a bit more value, and I don't like to pick the favourite unless it is a little bit more odds at least. Um, 
Three Ood has battled back well with two wins in a row here and can get it done again. Rachel King on her and has a chance to go three in a row. But I'll be having to back Starla. Very good horse and played a bit of bumper cars last week as we watched. It, it did. Um, coming in second, a, TR, a TMRC favorite and can get it done again. We love the odds for her at $13 and $3.60 to place. Get her done. Oh, Starla, all you got to do is just not bump into the other horses and you'll probably be in the money, I reckon, just the way you're running. You just got to keep your head clear, champ. Um, But uh, there's only one horse that sticks out really for me in this one, and it's Snapdancer. After its impressive win at Ballarat last start, I put it at my top horse to follow coming out of the meet, like I post every week on at the Mock Racing Club Instagram, which horses to follow, forget, and forgive coming out of the Saturday meets. Snapdancer was the one that I said to follow, so it would be inappropriate not for me to back it here. $5 to win, $1.80 to place. Very talented horse. I think it has a big future ahead. Snapdancer for me. Very nice. Race 7, 1,200 metres. Similar to last week, we said get on Tactical Advantage and Space Boy for this race, and it paid off with Space Boy coming in second. Tactical Advantage was scratched last week, but should be able to come back strong on Saturday. Um, a, th- a theory is good enough to get it done, but I stay away from this favourite, obviously, as the odds are very low. Snitz didn't go well at Rose Hill last week. Looking for a good fight back this week. Odds are probably too small again when it hasn't proved himself lately. Um, so, yeah, it's hard for me to stay away. So, I'm going for the same thing as last week. Back tactical advantage for a placing and put money on Space Boy for the win. And Space Boy is at $6.50 and $2.30 to each way. And tactical advantage is at $4 just for the placing. Yes, I'm the exact same. Oh, how I love me some Space Boy. I he's, I black booked him as soon as I watched him run the first time I saw it when I became a punter a few months ago. Makes me so much money. I love to watch him run. Always runs a strong race and hasn't been in the money, hasn't not been in the money, sorry, for a very long time. And I expect the same on Saturday. As you said, $6.50 to win and $2.30 to place. Lovely each way odds. Gladly take it. And I think it could win by a couple of lengths if it wants to. And tactical advantage, like you said, very good roughy chance. J-Mac is going to ride it perfectly. And I think he'll be able to get the most out of this horse. And if it's going to be in the money, whether that's a win or a place, I think it'll be on Saturday. So the $14 to win and $3.90 to place. Love that. We'll be taking Space Boy and tactical advantage. That's it. Uh, we stay away from race eight because that will be in the tip-off. So race nine is six to 1,600 metres. Um, Matawi, it's a J-Mac Walla combo. Odds are nice at $7.50 and $2.60 for a place. Coming off a win at the same distance and is a strong chance. Uh, Spirit Ridge came second last start with a heavier weight. Back down to 57 kilos this this Saturday and will be very strong here. Watch the odds and maybe a multi-filler at $3.80 and $1.65 to place. New arrangement, another horse with less weight on than usual. Tommy Berry can steer him right and get it done with a, his third third up with the first two a win and the placing as well. I back him in this race and love to see it. $4.80 and $1.95 to place. Wait and see if it grows to $5 and then you can jump on immediately. Um, For me... I'll get straight to the point because we're running a little bit long here. Two-prong play again, Matawi, Kerwin's Lane, both extremely 
intelligent horses and it's $7.50 to win, $2.50 to place and $10 to win, $3.30 to place respectively for both of them. I think they can make their way in their money, both of them. Matawi, Kerman's Lane, each way on both of them for me. Take us to the last of the day, Nick. Very nice. 1,400 metres. Snowfire's been running well with Tommy Berry lately and favourite for the form recently. Can get it done. Again, for the fourth in a row, that is the question. Definitely has the potential and definitely deserves the respect. Promotions, decent horse and has the chance to get it done. Hasn't won in a while, however, and should be hungry for a win. Karen McAvoy on board, decent odds with $7.50 and $2.60 to place. Juventus is my tip, even though Huey Bowman has been quiet this season. I'm giving him the tip. Distance suits the horse. I reckon the odds are good enough to put a good each way, but hopefully make and hopefully make a nice profit at $13 and $4 to place. Who do you have, mate? Uh, time to give promotions one last shot Shot here. You'll, you'll remember Nick and the boys from the TMRC will remember from all the times that I sent them write-ups before we started the podcast. I've been writing at promotions every single time it rode and it hasn't made me the money that I expected it to. So, But now it's drifted away from favourite odds and it's $7.50 to win and $2.60 to place. So I'm happy to take it each way and give it one final chance before I forget it. Promotions for me. Take us to your quaddy. Very nice. So with the quaddy, this is my quaddy and obviously I'm the superior quaddy. Out of the TMRC out of me and Cashy, um, I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I'm. It's a bit of tongue in cheek. I'm definitely not. Um, so race seven, two, six, seven, and ten. Race eight, three, eight, twelve, and fifteen. Race nine, four, twelve, fourteen, and sixteen. And race ten, one, six, ten, and twelve. That is ten point four one percent if you put twenty one dollars uh sorry if you put twenty dollars on and hopefully you can make a good amount of money from that. Ladies and gentlemen, time for the main event, the great tip off brought to you again by our good friends at Inside Feed, wonderfully entertaining sports website that provides news, opinion pieces and punting tips. If you're a Big Bash fan, they are doing an in-depth match preview for every single Big Bash game this season. So if that sounds like your cup of tea, make sure to check out insidefeed.com.au and follow them at inside underscore feed HQ. Last week's tip-off was taken out by me after truly great when a peach of a run and beat Inspirational Girl and Too Close to Sun, meaning that I won the tip-off with six points on the day and gave myself the first tick on the board towards punter of the year. For today's tip-off, we've brought in another one of our guests, my brother, William Cashmore. How are you, mate? Yeah, good, boys. Good, doing well. Didn't really have anything else to do today, so I figured I might bring my uh, expertise, my superior expertise. I made uh, $67 last week <laughs> on Tab. Uh, sorry, not Tab, the sports bet app. So um, I'm riding high. I'm riding high. So I look forward very to nice. these listeners. Very, very nice. Have you done your research? Uh, yes, I have. And I'm That's looking very forward good. to bringing my two cents worth. Awesome. So as we mentioned, Inside Feed, I know you're also very knowledgeable about Inside Feed. You write a couple articles there, don't you? Yeah, I have written a few articles. You'll know me from the uh, set of six. Yes, hold your applause. Uh, that is me, the set of six, talking about all the most mediocre rugby league players from every single NRL team of the last 10 years. And I really enjoyed that series. It was quite popular here. Um, yeah, a couple great duds I spoke about from the past of rugby league. Send through your uh, favourite duds of rugby league to the Mock Racing Club, I'm sure. Any other uh, series that you've got coming up? 
Uh, could be some in the works. Uh, can't disclose. Okay, okay. So it's a legal thing. So, um, all right, let's get stuck in, shall we? Our first race for the tip-off is race eight at Eagle Farm, the Gateway. Will, can you just take us through the odds there? Uh, yes. Yeah, so we've got the favourite is uh, number three of Frosty Rocks, ridden by Glenn Boss. What's he doing racing at Eagle Farm? I have no idea yeah, what he's doing one, up in Queensland. Is it? Yeah, yeah, tell you what. Uh, number two, the profit is at 290. Is a very close at favourite to some odds. Paddy Adwa at $6.50. We'll talk about him a bit later. Master Jamie at $12 odds. And Whoppity at 14 A very 2020 name for a horse there. Whoppity. Yeah. All right. Lovely there. So let's get stuck in the tips. I'll go first. My tip is Paddy Agua. Look, I know it's got a rising grade, but I can't go past Paniagua. Just excuse me, Mitchell. Oh. Are we? Do we have to have three different tips, or if we have the same of? No, we, we, you can ride the same as me. If ah, you want. lovely. That's just a hint, listeners, for who I might have tips. Go on, Mitchell. Go on. You can, you can ride the same as me because Paniagua. I wouldn't blame you for riding the same as me because it's won its last eight straight races, and it helped me win the tip off last week, so I can't stay away. I've been on him every single one of its wins, and it's just a moneymaker. And so the fact that it's listed at $6.50 to win and $1.80 to place now after it opened at stunning $15 is ridiculous in mind. Come on, Paniagua, make it nine straight for me, baby. So, uh, Will, you hinted there. What's your tip for the, for the uh, well, Eagle Well, I'm Farm also going to go Paniagua for much of the same reasons that you are going, little bro. Uh, Eagle Farm, Paniagua, six fifty to win. As you said, chasing nine in a row. I've done my research. Has won at Atherton, which is in Queensland, I'm assuming. I assume. I'm not sure where Atherton is. I'm do do research. Cairns, Mackay, Townsville, which are definitely Queensland racecourses. And Dubin on his streak most recently. He most recently won comfortably by two lengths at Dubin in his last start. Six fifty for Paniagua. That's a value bet, if you ask me. It is. Very big it value certainly horse. is. Nick, who have Best you got? Sportsman doesn't have that as value horse. Goodness me, Sportsman, they kill me sometimes. <laughs> Go on, Nick. Uh, it's hard for me to stay away. I stayed away last week and I paid the price, didn't I? So I'm going to have to stay on her as well this week. So Paniagua for me. Are we all on Paniagua? Sure. That's it. Oh, well, don't blame you. So the next we've got race eight at Ascot, the GA Towton Cup. 2,200 metres, uh, not Nick, sorry, Will, take us through the odds again, mate. Fun fact about Ascos race course, I used to think that was in Victoria for some reason. Just I have set. no idea why you... I don't know, it just sounds like a Victorian place, Ascot. It's in Perth, listeners, if you didn't know that. Uh, Midnight Blue, number nine, paying 260. <laughs> Royal Command, number three, paying 320. Uh, number 10, Money Ma at $8. Uh, number two, Noof Bosker. That's an odd waste. I don't really know how to pronounce that. It's a $10, written by Brad Parnham. And 15, Tell Them We're Coming is uh, number four, is the fifth favourite, paying $15. All right. So my tip for this one is Royal Command. In my mind, you always have to be cautious of who Willie Pike is on, but I just don't think that he's performing to Willie Pike's standards at the moment in Perth. So it's hard to get away from it. Number three, Royal Command, $3 to win. Who should confirm his status as a leading Perth Cup contender with a win here? Dominant winner of the Tats Cup two weeks ago. Pike rode him then, and it was the peach of a ride. But um, Chris Farnham goes on board now, who I think is in much better form than Pike, so it's not a bad trade-off there. He gets a probably even more informed jockey, so I think Royal Command can certainly win here and might even drift onto favourite odds come race time. Will, do you have your tip ready? Uh, I do, yes, I do. Uh, so William Pike is actually on 
Midnight Blue. You knew that, yes. right? Yes, yes the he's way on the favourite. The way he said that, I was, I was getting worried that I'd gone the wrong horse. I'm um, sorry, the wrong race. But I'm going to go for Midnight Blue. Um, the short odds, I like it. It's sports bet's best of the day. Not that, that means anything, but I'm still on it. Good jockey and in strong form. I think it will be very hard to beat. I do. I don't know if this is how we do the tip-off. I just wanted to add my two cents worth. I think there's a good place claims for number one, Trap for Fools, paying well, 420. You can mention any other place, best. Number one, uh, Brad Arilla is on it and has won five out of seven at starts at the 2,200 distance. So I do not mind as a roughie. It's paying $17 for the win. And if I might say so myself, I might be on that one. Just as, yeah, from a, a personal bet, this is not for the tip-off. I'm going to go Midnight Blue for the tip-off. But I might chuck a cheeky ten or 10000 on uh, <laughs> this horse, uh, Brad Willis, Trap for Fools win. So, oh, so it is Midnight Blue for the tip-off and Trap for Fools is just a personal yeah, bet. Yeah, that's just a little one I'm giving to you, the listeners. I hope you're having back next week. Okay, Nick, who have you got for Ascot? I've gone for number 10, Money Ma. Uh, a little bit different, a little bit out of the blue, to be honest, but um, thought, I'd, thought I'd go a bit different. Um, stay away from the G and A. Williams and the Chris Parnham as well. So Money Ma, uh, Joseph as a, par- as a party on $8 uh, to, for the win, $2.40 to play. So you can go each way on this one. And I feel like if it doesn't win, it should be up in the placings anyway, but I like its, I like its chances. He sounds like he'd be a good jockey that knows how to party. Joseph as a party. He sounds like he'd be good at on the drink, I reckon. Oh, maybe if you ever meet him, you can ask him for a mm. beer or two. I reckon he'd go well. <laughs> All right, those are the tips for Ascot. We move on to our last race for the tip-off and probably the biggest race on the day when it comes to uh, East Coast racing, and that is race eight at Randwick, the Villiers Stakes. William, could you mm. please take us through the odds one last time would, here for the Villiers Stakes? Would be so glad to, Mitchell. I'm going to go – sorry, no. We're doing the uh, top five. That's right. Criadoras uh, at $4.80 is the favourite at Randwick. Uh, race 8. Through the Cracks is paying five fifty. the second favourite. Outrageous is written by Tommy Berry, paying $7. Royal Celebration written by Christian Reith, whoever that is, at $9.00. And Graceful Glamour, written by the beautiful Miss Rachel King. Hope you're listening, Rach, at $9.50. Or Kingy, if you prefer Kingy. <laughs> Rachel King was, in, of course, our informed jockey last week, so watch out for that horse. But, um, yeah, jockey. Nick, you're, you're a very big favourite of uh, Rachel King. The very hot jockey. Oh, she good looking. Was that actually true? Yeah, oh, Nick reckons. Wow. There you go. <laughs> Hope you are listening, Rach. <laughs> So, um, for my tip for the Villiers, oh, I was with it a few weeks back at Newcastle when it won strongly, and again, I was also on it when it didn't perform as well, as well as that at Rose Hill when it came seventh. But I expect a strong bounce back from Through the Cracks in the Villiers. I love the way that Through the Cracks goes about its business, just loves to sit off the back of the pack, watch all the horses in front of him just start to fall away and get a little tired because it leaves enough in the tank to burst through them all in the last 400 metres. So I expect to be watching through the cracks, come through with its closing, blistering closing speed and um, fly down the final straight to secure me a second straight tip-off victory. Who do you reckon, Will? I haven't got as much to say about this race, uh, but I'm going for number three, outrageous Tommy Berry, one of the great men. Uh, I'm yeah, I'm going outrageous. He's building. The horse is building. Strong wins that are 1,500 and 1,400 metres in his last two starts, and he's ready for now the 1,600 jump. And I'm 
very confident he will get his first win at that distance in his sixth start. His five races at that distance, no wins, but I'm confident that we six time lucky. I'm very confident in this one, and I'm backing number three outrageous at seven dollars. Lovely, Nick. What about you, mate? Oh, I guarantee you, Will has just stolen my script for that oh. race. Oh, get that oh. up, you catch more. Yeah, very well done. I'll also be on number three. Um, Will said it pretty much, so that's all That's all that needs to be said. Number three. Like how you work, Nick. So you and Will are both on Outrageous. I'm on through the cracks there to finish off the tip-off. I know you've got your best of the day, mate. I know that's coming. Uh, that was the great tip-off brought to you by Inside Feed Punters. So uh, now before we sign off, I like as we like to do, we'll go through each person on the podcast. If they could have one bet, Anywhere on the day, no matter the track, no matter the state, what would be their best bet? William, I know you're very keen, as you just mentioned. What's your best bet of the day? I've just found it, and I'm confident in this horse. It's number 14 at uh, Randwick Race 9. It's called Regal Stage, ridden by my favourite jockey, Jason Collette, trained by Gabe Waterhouse. It has six wins in 18 starts and going for its fourth on in a row. It's a... in great form, Regal Stage, in honour of one of my favourite wrestlers, William Regal, which you know how much we enjoy him. And I can't see it losing. If I can have any bet on any race course in any race on this day, Saturday, this weekend, I'm going number 14, Randwick Race 9, Regal Stage. What are its odds? 550. Did I not say that? Sorry, that's pretty important uh, detail. And $2.10 for the place. Yeah, and $2.10 for the place. So it's a great each-way odds there, punter, so look out for that horse. Nick, mm. what's your best of the day? Uh, it'd be race two, Ramwick, like I said, Pinnacle Prince. Um, third race for him, and it came second to It's Me, who we know is a very strong horse, and I just don't see it losing any to anyone else. Uh, Pinnacle Prince, $2.70 to win. By, also written by Jason Collette, too. We love our Jason Collette. That oh, might Jason be a little Collette. bit of a hint oh, there. You, but um, my best of day, so punters, good. is going to be, like I mentioned, the best of the Flemington card. Mm. Reflect the stars in race four at Flemington. Mm. I think it's got a great chance at small each-way odds, like I mentioned. But if I could have one bet all day, it's going to have to be my favourite horse running on Saturday, and that is Space Boy each-way in race seven at Randwick. Just my absolute favourite horse that's running on the day, so I can't not be on him at the... Uh, what was it, $6.50 to win and $2.25 to place odds that we mentioned. That is going to be my one bet for the whole day, Space Boy each way. Boys, I've loved today. This has been good. It's probably one of, been one of the best recordings we've had in our short history. Yeah, have enjoyed. Very, Very nice. nice having you on, Liam. I'm sure we'll have you back in the future, especially if a few of your tips get up. Shot loose. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, thank you. <laughs> Thank you very, very much for joining us, punters. I hope you're listening out and good luck for the weekend. We hope that we can come back next week and talk about how many winners we got up on the day. Maybe it won't be as much as the 11 winners we got last week, but one can dream. All right. Can I just say one more shout-out? One more shout-out from William. Uh, We know our listeners that our COVID rules have kind of um, lessened these days. Uh, Dancing's back at uh, clubs in the – in the big pubs and clubs. And my good friend Patrick Hollins is DJing tomorrow night at the Bull and Bush Hotel oh. in Borkham Hills on Friday night. So be there or be square. Bull and Bush Hotel, Patrick Hollins is DJing. I assume it was, I don't think he's joking, but take that as gospel. Patrick Hollins will be DJing. Women, men, children of all ages, get there. It'll be a show to behold. May as well sponsor us, Bull and Bush Hotel. Lovely. All right. 
Good luck, punters. Thank you for joining us one more time this week. We will be back next week for another weekend race cards. Thank you again. Have we got a jingle to go out on? Or? No, no jingle to go out no. on, William. It's just uh, thank you for joining us. We will be back next week. Peace. And yeah. that's where we'll end it.